The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Previously, across the line. I was wondering, how's Tom? Why are you so mad at me? Because whatever's going on with you, you don't trust me enough to talk to me about it. Oh, thank God. Oh, that fucking sucked. One of these days, you're going to have to level with us, you know? Especially with her. You have learnt, warrior. Learnt from our fallen siblings. If you want me to fuck you later, you'd better tell me what went on. What day do you think it is? January 7th. It's May 11th, Tom. We need to get you help right now. begin, really. I still don't know the whole story. Can't remember anything of my time with... with them. <sighs> These past few weeks, though, have just been insane. If you told me this is how the year was going to turn out, I'd... <laughs> well, it doesn't matter now. But I need to tell you this. I need you to understand what's going on and why I... Well, let's go back to the beginning, shall we? I found my way home after coming to in an alley. Felt like I'd been in a fight. After it was clear I had severe amnesia, Steph called our parents. And then we were headed to the hospital again. Let's just say they weren't best pleased with my edited view on things. What do you mean you no longer want to come to church? You have been enjoying it so much. It was such a pleasure having you with us. And I was less than pleased with their reaction to what I had to say about myself. So you're gay again. You know, I thought we'd gotten past this phase. It's not that we mind, Thomas, dear. But I worry for how it is viewed in God's eyes. I was all prepared for a big coming out scene with tears and hugs. Seemed we'd already been through that months ago. And then I'd decided to change. What the fuck was wrong with me? Anyway, they let it go. Went back to church. They're there every day now, for hours, before and after work. I just don't get it. Don't get how I could have been like them. This is the closest I have ever felt to God. To have him in our lives is just so... Which leads me to my twin sister. Because whatever might be going on with my parents in the church is nothing compared to her life right now. I'm a chosen warrior here to defend the earth from the war between heaven and hell. It's kind of fucking cool, don't you think? Getting ahead of myself, though. This was two weeks ago and after sitting my SATs, late, because pre-amnesia self had decided they weren't worth the bother, the real story starts. I know you were out of town, and the news, well, they didn't do it justice. I was right there in the center of it all, when the dead began to walk the earth. 
The Line. Arc One, Living on a Prayer. Episode 9, Revenue, Part 1. So, Joe gets cryptic messages, Sahi and Kitty decode them, and then you all go crash a funeral where, and I quote, freaky shit is gonna happen? Exactly. Now quiet, I want to hear what they're saying. Our brother Jacob was a good and kindly man. He respected his wife, loved his children, and praised God with all his heart. Let me hear you say amen to David. Amen. 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 I say again, an amen for David. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. 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 Amen! Amen! The events of the past weeks have affected us all. We all felt the waves of sadness sent by Satan, and for some, such as David, these strong emotions led to tragedy. We are all moved by his passing, but we know that he has gone to a better place. One where he will live in peace and happiness forever, with God and Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Now I'd like to invite the family and friends of David to come forward and say a few words about our departed brother. My David lived a good life. He was trying so hard to stay strong from us, but the things that we are known for. I know I will miss him dreadfully. But it strengthens me and my family to be here with you all today. And I know that despite our sadness, he would not want us to fall because he just wanted to make everyone happy. Come on, Josie. Come sit down. He was the best man I knew. What he did was not the action of a good faith, but one of the powers of evil. He walked with Jesus and drew power from the Holy Spirit every single day. He will always be in our hearts. Praise be. Praise be. Praise be. Praise be. I did not know David. I did not know him, but I can see from the smiles and tears in this room that he was deeply loved. Sometimes, those who deserve to die seem to live on, and those who have relished and appreciated life and never harmed another soul are taken from us too soon. The will of God, though, is strong. The power of God is undeniable, and your faith in God makes you 
some of the most powerful people on the planet. I look at the peaceful body of David Anastas here, and I look at his grieving family, and I say that this good man was taken too soon. I say that if anyone deserves a second chance at life, it is him. And I say that in this room, we have the power and the faith to make that happen. Son, I think you should sit down now and stop upsetting folks. Stand with me, good servants of the Lord. Stand now and give praise to your Creator. Dear God, do not take David yet. Let your power run through our hearts and minds and back into him. Let him live and breathe and love and serve you once more. What's going on? Let all those who wish to see David again open your hearts to the Lord and believe in him. But he is good, he is kind, and he wants to answer your prayers. Oh God, let your spirit work through my hands and into this man. Let David walk once more. We ask the Lord for a miracle, and see now before you, David Josie, my love, I I I'm back. I, I came back. A miracle right here in our church. Amen to you, sir. Amen to God. Amen to all of you. He's back. He's back. Praise the Lord, he's back. Let us take our brother David and his Savior out to the streets. Let us spread the good word of God to the faithless and show what our belief in him has done for this man. Come, my friend, your name for these good people. I am simply a believer like yourself. I am Theo. God has worked through your hands this day. I am a servant of the Lord. My hands are his to do it as he pleases. Come, Theo. Come, everyone. We celebrate the resurrection of one of our own numbers. We praise the Lord. Praise God. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you said weird shit? Yeah, Joe, honey, this isn't exactly what you said would happen. This is... Well, I didn't exactly say anything would happen. Although this is further from the usual. Come on, we need to leave. Everyone's heading to the center, and, and I need to think. You ever heard of people coming back from the dead? Only once. That was 2,000 years ago. I need a smoke. I need a drink. I need a reality check. Don't we all? I am so fucking done with school. Okay. The shit that's going on out there with Theo and David, and here we are learning about... Shakespeare. Oh, fuck.
Now I understand that being here may feel pointless, since most of you have your SAT scores and acceptance letters in hand. However, I highly advise you stay focused on the last days of your education, because your final grades still count. So today, we continue reading Twelfth Night. Now, with Amanda still in hospital, do I have a volunteer for Viola? Uh, I'll do it. Thank you, Dee. Please continue from Act 3, Scene 1. I believe Steph was reading The Clown. Yeah. Fucking clown. Save the... They haven't spoken since the club? I don't think so. I tried to comfort Dee, but she's really pissed at Steph. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's the reason she punched you. Shut the fuck up! She slapped me. There's a difference. Church man. No ad-libs, please. And will you three boys stop whispering at the back? No such matter, sir. I do live by the church, for I do live at my house, and my house doth stand by the church. Well, that explains a lot. So uh, thou mayst say, a king lies by a beggar if a beggar dwell near him, or the church stands by thy tabor if thy tabor stand by the church, or you now hang with a bunch of fuckwits if a bunch of fuckwits hang with you. D? You have said, sir, to see this age, a sentence is but a chevral glove to good wit. How quickly the wrong side may be turned outward. Nay, that's certain. They that dally nicely with words quickly make them wanton. Are you a wanton clown, Steph? Fuck off! Steph! I would. Therefore, my sister had had no name, sir. Why, man? Why, sir? Her name's a word. To dally with that word might make my sister wanton. But indeed, words are very rascals, since bonds disgrace them. It was my understanding that your brother was wanton only with men. Come on, don't bring me into this. Thomas, please. And that you were now as chaste as a dry Irish nun. All right, all right, ladies, that's enough. How about we have someone more mature take over, okay? Troth, sir! I can yield you none without words. And words are grown so flace. I am loath to prove reason with them. I warrant thou art a merry fellow and carest for nothing, least of all me. Not so, sir. I do care for something. But in my conscience, sir, I do not care for you. If that be to care for nothing, sir, then I would it would make you indivisible. You really are a cold-hearted bitch, aren't you? <gasps> Don't you even dare. Ladies, will you please? Months, Steph. Months of you off with your new fuck buddies. And when I back off, hoping you'll come back, I get nothing for two goddamn weeks. Tila Thang, get out of this room. I've had more than enough on my plate without your constant whining, bitch. Do you think I really enjoy what I do? And what exactly is that stuff? Enlighten us, please, because we are all fucking dying to know. I can't. No, of course not. Also fucking wrapped up in yourself. Christ, you have not fucking changed since we were kids. It's always been about you. About me? Was it about me when your parents got divorced? Huh? Was it about me when your mom married for the fourth time? Has it ever been about me with any boy you've decided to fuck? You... Bitch! Whore! Slut! Cunt! That's quite enough, you ungrateful brats. I don't care what your grades are. I want you out of my classroom right now, or I will make sure you don't graduate from this school or any other school in the district. 
Oh, that's right. Do what you've done for four years and keep limiting our expression because you're too fucking scared to say what's on your own fucking mind, bitch. God damn it! Out. 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 Oh, and quit all this bullshit about Amanda being out for a while, like six months, thanks to your chaperoning at the spring formal. Oh, oh gosh. Way. One more word, Miss Davies, and not only will I prevent your moving on to higher education... I will make sure there is a permanent expulsion on your record. Is that quite clear? Fuck you, and you too, D. And all of you, keep your shit away from me. I've got her all rowdy. Look at her Did you see? Oh Holy cow. Fuck her. Fuck I thought I made it clear you were to leave as well. Sir, you can kiss my fucking ass. I think this class is done. Yes! So, how is school today? Don't ask. Got my SATs, planning my gap year. Such a pointless exercise now. I might not even bother going back until graduation. <laughs> well, if you try that, they're going to keep you from graduating at all, young lady. And I aim to see you walk across that stage wearing the black gown and the stupid-looking hat. Understand? Whatever. Are you and Dad going back to church tonight? Yes, we will be. We're working in the soup kitchen. Will you be coming, Thomas dear? No, Mom! How many times? But... You had found so much faith there. I fear for the two of you, being so separate from our religion. We'll be fine. You've always said we should find our own path. <sighs> yes. Yeah, but look, it would make your mother and I very happy if you would both come to our renewal of the faith vigil this weekend. Renewal of faith? That's right. We are reaffirming our faith with the church after... All those years in the wilderness. Is everyone doing this? All those that have followed the program over the past months. It will be a wonderful celebration. Uh, you were supposed... Mom! Sorry! Sorry. I might be a bit tied up Sunday. Steffi, this is very important to the two of us. Any plans you have with your friends can wait until the evening, can't they? Dad... Sure, no problem. We'll make the time. Won't we? <sighs> okay. Fine. So, what do you think about this resurrected man? Tom, Ow! Well... That all sounds a little hoaxy to me. I worry about you, Stephanie. You are so cynical. I'm just saying. Father Jacob is spoken at length about it, and I think he's right. This could be just a plan to deviate people from the true path. The true path? You always said it didn't matter what religion people followed, as long as they had some sort of faith in something. I've learned a lot since then, son. It was only last year. How the hell did you become such a zealot? Thomas! I do not consider my belief zeal, son. I just know that God has a plan for me, for all of us, and Father Jacob is helping your mother and I to realize that. 
I am assuming you will not be joining your father and I on our evening pilgrimage. No. no. Well then, we shall see you later. So, tonight, in between American Idol and texting and whatever else it is you two do, could you spare a moment to consider your immortal souls? Hmm? School's ending. Next is college, and the real world's right behind that. There's a lot of temptation out there. We just want what's best for you. Sure, Dad. We'll consider it. We'll be back late. I expect you both somewhere near bed. Goodbye. So what do you really reckon? Has Sahi found anything out about David or that guy Theo? She hasn't called. I was thinking of going around tonight, see what's up. You want to come? Why not? Nothing else to do and really no one to see. Everything you've told me, all that stuff that got yelled at me while I tried to go 666, sounds like I was totally a different person. <sighs> a totally different douchebag of a person. I wouldn't say that. No? No. I'd say a totally different fucking douchebag of a person. <laughs> Bitch. Thanks for that. Seriously, though. I wish I knew what went on with me. Wish I could remember those six months. Sahi says some things are best left unknown until the mind is ready. I know. And the worst fucking part, according to you, is I seemed happy when I was all in love with Jesus. Yeah, but you weren't... You know, you. I am so fucking bored of reading. <sighs> Sahi, whatever we saw on Saturday must have been a fake. I'm surprised you're so cynical, Kitty. Considering your experience... I fell into freezing water and was revived after a few hours. Yeah, <laughs> more than a few. Whatever. The fucking fact of the matter is that I was still in possession of all my bodily fluids and organs. I hadn't been embalmed and laid out for my fucking funeral. Well, you know, there are many stories about Christ transubstantiating with- You're not seriously gonna try and sell me on the idea of Jesus turning embalming fluid to blood, are you? Fact is, we don't know what's going on. The Evangelist Church currently has a 10,000-strong crowd around it. People are arriving from all over the country to meet with the resurrected man. They have big screens in the streets showing the services. Hmm. It would be good if we could get back in there. Well, unless you've got a dead body you want prodding, I don't think we're gonna get close. What do you mean? Well, look here on the church website. Our town resurrectionist is offering to bring back anybody that he deems worthy. Oh, that sounds just great. And it doesn't just stop with three-day-olds, either. He's telling people that as long as the body hasn't totally decomposed, he can still bring him back to life. <laughs> okay. Now we're heading into the world of the ridiculous. Oh, I thought you had faith. Faith reaches only so far. And how long do you come back for? What if you had failing organs or cancer? Yeah. That guy David had killed himself. His body was still technically healthy. What if you'd had a heart attack? Fuck. I mean, it's one thing to say, I will raise the dead, but aren't the dead already somewhere else, according to the dogma? I mean, assuming David was a good man that everyone claims he was, uh, is, might be, oh, fuck. I mean, 
Point being, wouldn't he be a little pissed off that he's been sucked right out of heaven? You put it so beautifully, darling. You are so fucking patronizing at times, Sai. Why would I have a vision about it if it's basically a good thing? Is Theo a demon? Well, there are stories about resurrection from the entire history of Earth. However, they don't always have happy endings. I mean, look at Pavadi and Ganesha. As for a demon possessing a human, technically, it would not have been able to walk on the consecrated ground of that church without suffering severe pain. Which means Theo is either genuine, or this is a very, very elaborate hoax. Which is unlikely, considering the body looked pretty fucking dead when it was carried in. Which means our friend Theo is, you know, the real deal. A man who can make the dead walk once more. Death isn't the end. Steph? What, sorry? You still with us? I'm tired. Been a long couple weeks with Tom, Dee being a bitch and shit. I agree with you, Saki. Let's try and get in there again and get a closer look. What's the worst that can happen, right? I really wish you wouldn't say shit like that. But let's do that tomorrow. Alright, I need to sleep, and as much as I hate to say it, and I really hate to say it, I'd love to sort things out with Dee. Once that's off my to-do list, we'll get to dealing with Mr. Pretty Who Raised the Dead. Mr. Pretty? He's fucking stunning, Kit. (laughs) If I wasn't thinking about where his hands might have been, I'd be all over him. (laughs) That's our girl. Okay. Fine. (sighs) I guess it can wait until tomorrow, but let's sort out some sort of basic plan, alright? Okay, let me have a cigarette and I'll be back. Uh, I need some fresh air. I'll go with. Fresh air around a smoker? That wasn't obvious. You know, you've only started smoking since Tom stopped being Jesus boy, right? I said, fucking spill it, dude. Let's not go there. Okay, so I made... I made a prophecy last night. What was it? I'll play it, but... Well, you'll see. Oh! Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, yes! The warrior must be selfless! The warrior must ignore temptation! The warrior must not give in to the desires of the flesh! What's done is done. What's dust is dust. The warrior will perish if the rules are not heeded. <gasps> Fuck! Fuck! Oh! Well, look who's all Mr. Shouty. I'm not sure what I should take from that. Steph. Joe! You weren't by the smallest possible chance thinking about going to Theo and asking him to bring your grandfather back, were you? Were you? Well, why the fuck not? My parents are a disaster with their tent revival Catholicism, Tom doesn't remember anything, and Dee has made it eminently clear that my life at school will be a living hell from now on. I've been almost killed by a fever, I had to break the necks of several possessed humans, including a small child, and on top of it, my granddad dies! Collateral damage because of what I've become! Some fucking warrior of good against evil or some fucked up shit like that! 
If I have to give and give and give, I want something back. You think I'm going to pass up this opportunity to fix my granddad's death? You bet your fucking ass I'm going to Theo. Steph, you heard what I said on the recording, right? And who was making you say that? Who's playing with your brain whenever they feel like? I don't know. I wish I knew. Well, that's just it. Except for the little bits of nothing Saki gives us, we're flying blind. And I'm fucking sick of it. This is my chance to bring the one person in my life who was real. Who was always straight with me and never judged me for anything. You know my little gotograms haven't been wrong yet. They've never given it to me straight, either. Tell the others I left. Cramps or something. Make something up. I don't care. I'm just not in the mood tonight. Okay. Just... Don't do anything without at least talking to me first. Sure, why not? You're about the only friend I have left anyway. Yeah, I can tell what you're thinking. I really shouldn't have been listening at the door. I honestly didn't intend to, but those walls at that motel are paper thin. And the only reason the other two didn't catch it was because they were arguing over the pronunciation of aluminum. Anyway, hearing Steph talk about our granddad like that, I can't say I didn't agree with her plan. So I made my excuses and followed her to the church. You gotta remember, I had only been told about him dying. I didn't remember his funeral or anything. She got in round the back, some crazy acrobatics through the window. Guess God likes the circus. She found Theo and put forward her argument as only my sister can. Theo? Who's there? I'm sorry for sneaking in back here. Shit. What is it, child? You... you're not human. You have the celestial sight? And yet you did not notice at the funeral of David Anastas? No. I didn't. Why not? This body was more robust at the start. I fear I have begun to wear out its welcome. Are you an angel? There are some who would call me that. I am, or at least I was, one of God's high-ranking principalities, a lower choir that has been somewhat neglected during these dark days. Why are you here? Forgive me, but... Who are you? My name is Stephanie Davies. Ah. Then by the Almighty, it would seem it were I who is blessed. I had heard the God's warrior was nearby, but I did not think we would meet so soon. Then he sent you? No, not exactly. I came much of my own volition. I inhabit the body of a man who was not long for this world. In time, despite my presence... He will pass over, and I will have to face my master's wrath. God will be angry for your little trip here? We were not supposed to interfere. Not yet. But the demons, my illness, the shit that's been hitting us here for the past six months, is God just sitting up there screwing around? <laughs> Feisty. No, I'm sure the Almighty has his plans, but he has not deigned to share them with me or anyone below his chief seraphim. 
So you came, why? I came to do good. To help a few people and give them faith. Belief is strong in this town, and yet true faith it would seem is lacking. This is strange. Even you lack faith, Stephanie. I... God chose you for your strength and your courage, but he has not made it easy for you to overcome your internal obstacles, your free spirit, and your skepticism. Why does he make it so hard? <laughs> that is not for me to say. Was there another reason for your coming? My, my granddad died a few months ago. Yes? You could bring him back. Yes. Providing you can bring me his body, and there is still something of the flesh left, I will be able to return his soul and give him new life. I am assuming he was buried, and not cremated, or else you would not be here. Yes, he was buried. You can really do this? <laughs> I am a powerful angel. Not as powerful in this human form, but nonetheless... If anyone in this town deserves some faith, it is you. You are going to need it. I should bring him here, right? Perhaps not. There are many who would not understand why you were getting preferential treatment. Write down on this pad where his body lies. Unearth it by midnight tomorrow, and I shall meet you there. Thank you, Theo. You are the first angel, hell, the first person involved in this not to answer me with riddles. For too long we have watched humanity suffer. God asks much of his children, yet gives very little at times. If I can redress that balance with his warrior, perhaps the coming battle will not seem so bleak. Good night, warrior. Perhaps I should have gone to her then, said something. Tried to stop her, talk it through, anything. In reality, I was selfish. I wanted to see my granddad again. I wanted to talk to him. How was I to know what would happen? Fuck! I was so fucking stupid! Truth is, I wanted the same as her. So I let it go. Let her go. It wasn't until the next day that things began to get really weird. Next time, across the line. There has been a miracle. I can make you the best you can be. Seems like it's wrong, Steph. Like he's messing with stuff that should be left alone. I've seen you kicking a fucking ass to have faith. I don't think stellar SATs and pointless finals are going to prepare me for the war between heaven and hell. Fine! Fuck you, motherfucker! The Line. Episode 10, coming January 17th, 2011. Only at PendantAudio.com Never stop fighting. Never give in. Still the stars remain the same. Featuring the voice talents of Tanya Milievich as Stephanie Davies, Christopher Stoddard as Thomas Davies, Catherine Pride as Kitty Shadow, Xander Mobus as Joe Holt, 
M. Sierra Garcia as Sahi, Chris Hackney as Lance Gengiven, Marlene Norton as Cecile Davies, Pete Milan as Paul Davies, Mark Allen Jr. as The Preacher, Scott Vidicombe as The Teacher, Perry Whittle as Theo, Katerina Fury as Josie Anastas, Michael Bergonzi as David Anastas, and Julia Linthicum as Don Hall. With Julia Linthicum, Catherine Pride, Katerina Fury, Mark Bradford, Marley Norton, Megan Haley, Michael Hudson, Mindy Rast, Paul Lavelle, Harry Whittle, Pete Milan, Richard Casto, Ryan Haley, Scotty Vinicombe, Tanya Milievich, Tess Hedden, Tom Reed, and Xander Mobus as the Evangelical Church Congregation. And Chris Dubois, Chris Hackney, Chris Stodder, Deborah Adams, Julia Linthicum, Catherine Pride, Katerina Fury, Mark Bradford, Marley Norton, Megan Haley, Michael Hudson, Mindy Rast, Paul Lavelle, Perry Whittle, Richard Casto, Ryan Haley, Scotty Vinicombe, Tanya Milievich, Tess Haddon, Tom Reed, and Xander Mobus as the English class. Opening theme, The Hunt, composed by Kai Hartwig of HartwigMedia.com. Additional music from Gemendo.com as follows. Behind the Behavior from Implosion by Thornwill. Additional music by Josh Woodward of JoshWoodward.com. Together on our own from Ashes. Additional music from Kai Hartwig of HartwigMedia.com as follows. Calm Track 6. Additional music from Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com as follows. Blue Feather. Fantastic Dim Bar. Round Drums. Additional music by Zero Project of ZeroProject.gr. Nights of Darkness. Valley of Tears. Written and directed by Chris Britton, with edits and editions by M. Sierra Garcia. Extra editing by Bex. Produced by Pendant Productions. The line created by Chris Britton, copyright 2010, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.